Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, April 10th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Schools in Missouri will not reopen this academic year. Governor Mike Parson made that decision as the state deals with COVID-19. Most schools throughout Missouri have been shut down since mid-March. Washington University is implementing a hiring freeze as it responds to the coronavirus outbreak. The private university says there are exceptions, including the hiring of summer research and teaching assistants with permission from the dean. Also, researchers at WashU are testing malaria drugs to determine if they can fight COVID-19. Doctors at Barnes-Jewish Hospital will give patients the drugs as part of that research. The Food and Drug Administration has given emergency approval for hospitals to deliver those drugs to COVID-19 patients. St. Louis is partnering with City of Hope St. Louis to operate an emergency shelter to help the homeless population during the pandemic. The temporary facility is on North Florissant Avenue. That's near the city-county border. It can provide food, laundry, and security for around 125 people. The city plans to lease the building until June, but can extend that deadline. Public health officials are advising residents to tweak Easter and Passover traditions this year, but still celebrate. They are calling for social distancing, such as marking the occasions with friends and family over video chat or phone calls instead of in person. Essentially, the message from St. Louis County health officials is that celebrating is important, but should be done at home. Here are the numbers. State health officials are reporting more than 3,500 COVID-19 cases in Missouri and more than 75 deaths. There have been roughly 40,000 patients tested. In Illinois, there are around 16,500 cases out of roughly 81,000 tests. State health officials report around 530 deaths. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman reports on how small farmers are planning for the delay in this year's spring farmers market season because of the outbreak. As we mentioned, Missouri public schools will not reopen this academic year. Governor Mike Parson says he made the decision with input from the Department of Elementary and Secondary Education, as well as urban and rural school superintendents. Schools should conclude their school year on the date previously set on their academic calendar. It is expected that schools continue to remote learning. The announcement includes charter schools in Missouri. Schools can continue to provide child care and distribute meals. But districts are cutting back or stopping meal services for students as workers come down with coronavirus. As St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney reports, it could further strain food banks to pick up the slack. Feeding kids was the first priority for school leaders when schools closed in March, at the time for just a few weeks. But then employees started getting sick. At least half a dozen districts in Missouri have paused or ended meal services in recent days. Others are cutting back from daily pickups to weekly. They're directing families to food banks instead. Maplewood Richmond Heights Food Service Director Eileen Wan says her workers are taking extra precautions after pausing service for two days. I definitely made an announcement to all of my employees. If you have masks, wear them. If you can make them, make them and wear them. Operation Food Search started its summer meal program for kids in March instead of June. 
It's already given out 18,000 meals in St. Louis County. I'm Ryan Delaney, St. Louis Public Radio. Doctors at Barnes Jewish Hospital will be giving patients with COVID-19 malaria drugs to find out if they can fight the disease. As St. Louis Public Radio's Eli Chen reports, there is little proof that any prescription medicine can treat people who have become seriously sick from the coronavirus. Researchers at Washington University are testing malaria drugs hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine and the antibiotic azithromycin. The Food and Drug Administration last week gave emergency approval for hospitals to use the drugs to treat patients with COVID-19. WashU infectious disease researcher Jan O'Halloran says some research suggests the medicine could work against the virus, but more evidence is needed. It's important that things are done in the setting of a trial so that we learn what works what doesn't work, and we learn what's safe and what's not safe. Cigna and Express Scripts donated the drugs to the clinical trials at WashU. President Donald Trump also endorsed using the medicines to treat COVID-19. I'm Eli Chen, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri Governor Mike Parson does not anticipate state budget approval by the May 8th constitutional deadline. Parson says the pandemic is causing him to rebuild the $30 billion financial plan submitted earlier this year. The governor says he will likely call a special session to complete the budget before June 30th. The first farmer's market of the year in Tower Grove Park was slated for tomorrow, but St. Louis's stay-at-home order dashed hopes that the spring tradition would begin on time. As St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman reports, the small farms that depend on those markets are finding new ways to reach their customers. On a normal evening in early April, Erin Burnson would be planting seeds and weeding beds. But on a recent Wednesday, she was waiting for customers in the parking lot of a shuttered St. Louis County library branch. Is it complete? It's complete. Great. All right, thank you. Thank you, Erin. Burnson runs Legacy Circle Farms in Lonedale, Missouri with her husband, Tyler. They grow a wide variety of greens, fruits, and root vegetables to sell at farmer's markets, mainly in Franklin County. They were the main way that we were getting our customers. Up until now, we weren't really online. But the ongoing coronavirus pandemic forced the Burnsons to pivot quickly. They found an online sales software they liked and within days set up a website for themselves and four neighboring farms. Customers can pick up their online orders at seven locations, and home delivery is available for orders above $75. When you're in this business, you know that you're going to have to adapt and change to whatever Mother Nature brings you. And this year, Mother Nature brought us closing of farmers markets because of the coronavirus. The transition to doing sales fully online was easier for Autumn Sai of such and such farms and more necessary. 50% of our sales are to restaurants, and the other half are for farmer's markets. So when everything hit all at once, we were like, oh, no, you know, I feel like we were like recreating our business every 24 hours. Sai and her husband raise everything from squash to goats on their 71-acre farm near DeSoto, Missouri. She says getting the news in March that the rest of the winter market season was canceled and the spring market season delayed was heartbreaking. We can't slow down the farm. And we can't really shutter our doors because we still have animals that need to be fed and taken care of and the plants keep growing. And so we have to keep moving forward. Like so many other farms, such and such is trying to stay afloat by offering pickups until markets figure out whether they will open. 
Patrick Horine, the co-founder of the Tower Grove Farmers Market, plans to get his spring market in the park up and running in early May. Things are going to be different. You know, it's not going to be the thousands uh, of people shopping. We're going to have to lay things out very differently and, and control crowd size. Until then, Horine is adapting, just like his vendors. He set up a weekly delivery of boxes that feature whatever the farms have available. Those boxes have sold out every week. Horine didn't think twice about finding ways to help his vendors make up the gap. We know them really well. We have a lot of respect for them. We, we understand how hard they work, and we always want to help them do the best they can. Farmers say they miss interacting with customers for longer than the 30 seconds it takes to pick up an order, and their margins are so thin that any disruption in a business model boosts the risk of a farm closing. But there are some silver linings to the current situation. Burnson at Legacy Circle says customers are ordering greens before they are harvested, which reduces waste. Like at the farmer's market, you harvest as much as you can so you can show your abundance at your table and you hope that it doesn't wilt. Sai hopes the increased number of people eating at home steers the food scene in a better direction. I'm really hoping this kind of gets people back to basics about appreciating where their food comes from and having a better connection to it. The farmers will still be there, she says, even as the anxiety of going to the grocery store begins to wane. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.